All right, guys. So before we get into this podcast, this is Jeff over here. I just wanted to give out a little bit of a disclaimer that we are no longer on Podbean. All right. So that's why you guys haven't been able to access it on iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud. It's because we actually did cancel our Podbean account. Um, we felt it was viable to actually take that money and distribute it somewhere else throughout the podcast. Um, so we're going to be on anchor.fm now. It's a free um, podcast streaming service that'll also go toward, you know, Spotify, iTunes, and uh as well as SoundCloud, almost wanted to say Podbean, um, but it's just going to help us out. Um, so this is going to be the very first episode. All the other ones are going to be backlogged onto Anchor within the next week or so. And I hope you guys really do enjoy this episode. We've missed you guys so much the last couple of weeks. We're going to be back weekly again. And this episode, we're breaking down UFC 242. We're breaking down Bellator, Lion Fights, talking about the UFC Fight Night in Vancouver. We're just talking about a whole bunch of stuff. And I just hope you guys enjoy. Oh, I was just doing it to do it. Oh, okay. Three, two, one, go. Hello, everybody out there in podcast land. This is CS101. The CS stands for Combat Sports, the 101, because we bring you and everybody else who wants to listen to our beautiful show, the insight, the the underbelly, the overbelly, the over-under, the overhooks, the underhooks of everything in combat sports we got boxing we got mma we got kickboxing we got muay thai we got high level grappling when it's available i am your co-host the rhino jeff jeff just whispered that but i think everybody heard it at any rate uh we have missed you i mean i know that this happened several months ago when we actually had to take uh, a week off of the show which we had not done for you know the six seven months we've been doing this this was the second time we've had to take, there had to be a, you know, a two week gap between because the essence uh, had a kickboxing match last weekend. So we had to take the time off and I felt like it was, it's been months literally since we've had the chance to talk to our, our friends, our fans, everybody involved in our, in our show. We have missed you. We are so glad to be back. Don't you feel the same way essence? I do feel the same way. I, I, I have missed being behind the mic. Yeah, for sure, dude. It's a it's something that once you start doing it on the regular, when you take a break from it, it just doesn't feel right. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's weird. I don't know. So, yeah, like I said, uh, I'll give a little lowdown. Uh, why we, obviously we were gone. Uh, like he said, I I competed in my first amateur kickboxing bout. Um, myself and with my uh good my great friend uh Zach, we went down to uh, Lima, Ohio for um Buckeye kickboxing. I just burped. Oh God, that was the first one. It's good. Oh, here's another one. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> um, and yeah, uh, it didn't go my way. Ended up, you know, taking an L that night. Uh, you know, I, I could obviously, I myself am more pissed off than anybody else because I personally, n- nobody likes losing, but I don't like losing. Um, but hats off to the kid. Uh, he had a really good game plan. He was, um, clinching up a lot. Um, you know, that was the technique. I know that his gym's known for that. Um, I thought I had some really good body work. Um, the kid ended up messaging me yesterday and, uh, he, he said, so he was like, yeah, you got really heavy hands. I was like, thank you. I'm like, oh, I was appreciative. Uh, but, um, knee's still pretty messed up right now. Um, I thought it was just swelling, but it, I can, I, I'm going to go get a scan done on it. Um, see if anything actually happened down there, but no, it was a good experience, especially for the first time. Um, me coming from more of a, ba- a background of grappling, um, obviously it wasn't my forte, but I absolutely loved it, loved it, loved it, loved it. And I can't wait to go back. Yeah. It was a lot of fun down there. You know, the, um, 
it's it's an impossible thing to explain for those of you who are listening who have never competed in a combat sport. It's an impossible thing to fully articulate uh, until you do it. Yeah. So, you know, once you have, then you can kind of build off that. You know what I mean? I, I will say, because I, like I said, a bunch of people were saying like, oh, the weight cut affected you, blah, blah, blah. Like, I'm, the, anybody, <laughs> I'm one of those people, I'm not making an excuse. I like, I will never make an excuse. You go in there and how you go in there is how you go in there. Win, lose, draw. It's, that's your, it's your own fault or it's your own responsibility at that point. Um, I could, I probably could have done the weight cut a little bit better. I thought it wasn't too terrible, but the end of it did kind of get to me. Like I said, um, preparation wise, I probably, there, there's always something I could have obviously probably always and, done. And that's what we do, exactly. man. We, you win or you learn. You exactly. know what I mean? Like, like, so, so like I'm, SBG straight blast Jim likes to say. Exactly. So like I said, I'm, I'm more than eager. Um, first time, like I said, I, I didn't feel any jitters, which was weird. Um, I thought, God damn, another burp. Um, imagine that drinking Coke while we're recording. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and, uh, so yeah, no, I thought that was really weird. Um, I, I don't know why. Cause I, like I did like I felt the adrenaline dump late that night, obviously when I basically passed out and died in the car, uh, <laughs> on the way back home. But no, it's like, I felt calm and collected, but like I said, go back to the drawing board hungrier than ever. The next guy that I have to step in there with is not going to enjoy it. So. I like the I like the confidence. I like you know, and like I said, it's uh bring the pain. It's something right. It's something that we all we all go through. You know, not all of us can win our first at five amateur fights like some people in this room. Uh, but I definitely took my first amateur loss harder than Jeff seems to be taking it. I was a mess for days. So which is good, which show which proves to show you that he is uh mentally tougher than I was at that point in my career. Um yeah, it was a really cool experience, you know. The uh you know what's funny? You know who you know who actually helped me with that? And this is we'll talk about him later in the show is Justin Gaethje. Okay. Because yes. he, he straight up said he, he they're like you're undefeated. He goes, I know I'm gonna lose. Right. He's like, I know I'm gonna eventually. He's like, don't know who's gonna do it, but someone's gonna beat me. And they're like, Wasn't that a bad attitude they have? He's like, dude, everyone gets beat. Right. E- except for Habib. But <laughs> everybody <laughs> few everybody gets beat. He goes, You just gotta get because if you don't expect if you don't expect it or even think about it a little bit and it happens to you, that's when it starts to hurt you. Rampage Jackson, I remember a quote from uh, his pride days. He said that he was always nervous, like all of us are before a fight. Yeah. He said the one time that he wasn't nervous was his worst performance in the entirety of his pride career. Therefore, it's like it, it's, a, it's a worry to be not nervous. You know what I mean? You need to be nervous. You need to have that. It's a. Uh, it's something that definitely helps yeah. you when you're with your in-ring performance or in-cage performance. So, yeah. you know, say la vie. It's one fight. It's the first fight. We learn. We get better. And uh, that's, you know, a lot of other uh, much higher level fighters have to do that exact same thing, right? They got to they gotta experience that first loss and learn how to come back from it. That's what makes a, uh, that's what makes a champ. So exactly. not to be too cliche, but it really is true. Yep. So on the same night that my boy, The Essence, and our boy, Zach Golden Gates, was... Uh, we're fighting on a kickboxing match. There was a little something called the 155-pound mauling championship match mauling. <coughs> from Abu Dhabi with Dustin the Diamond Poirier versus Habib the Eagle, uh, not Nurmagomedov. I think I did close to there, there right there. I don't know. Nurmagomedov. Nurmagomedov. Hey, right there, right there. Nurmagomedov. And so we were actually fortunate enough to watch it uh, while we were in the back of the dressing room. Thank you, Chase. Big shout out to their boy, Chase, who (laughs) let us watch it. Dude, I don't know why it took us so long. Like we were trying because first off, the I don't know if you guys are from the Midwest. Whoever's listening to this, if you guys say, oh, you're from the Midwest. Yeah. Um, But Ohio and Indiana suck. Okay. Disclaimer. Sorry if you live there. Um, 
I'm not actually going to get out. But I am. Lima, I am. <laughs> Lima has the worst service I have ever encountered anywhere. I don't think people talk to each other on the phone or stream anything in Lima, Ohio, because there was just no service anywhere for anything. And like even the Wi-Fi in certain places was this dog. But we're like trying to figure out a stream. And my buddy was texting me like during the Barboza uh, Felder fight. And he was like, he sent me a Snapchat of him watching the fights. And it just dawned on me. I'm like, oh, FaceTime! <laughs> so thankful we got to that during the main event. But, yeah, um, so we watched it, and uh, basically, well, you know, my my two cents on the... Go ahead, Jeff. Jeff's got the finger up. Are we doing the main event, or are we... Well, let's, start, let's start back. You want to start, because I've only got... I only want to talk about Felder Barbosa and the main event. I was going to just talk about... Um, Makachev and Hamos. Then was, go ahead and get after it, buddy. It was, kick, it, was it was basically a kickboxing belt, honestly. I rewatched it. Um, Islam Makachev, obviously two-time world sambo champion. Uh, Davy Hamos, uh, three-time ADCC champion, multiple-time world jiu-jitsu champion. Really great grappling match. Didn't grapple at all. Islam Makachev ended up winning, I believe, 30-27, and 30-27. Um, improved to 18-1, and one, supposedly the new future of the lightweight division, but he's not, so that's the end of that. <laughs> Fair enough. So the next one. Th- the next one actually has a lot of controversy behind it now. Already. I don't know. Get on me. Uh, so... Feld, Paul Felder, uh, the Irish Dragon versus Edson uh, Junior Barboza, which is a rematch from four years ago, which the re- the first fight had like the epitome of a nut shot in it. Yeah, it was so gnarly. Yeah, um, basically cracked a cup. <laughs> yeah, dude. And um, uh, so Paul Felder ended up losing the first one. And this one, if you look at fight metrics, uh, you... And again, fight metrics are always ac- not, not accurate. Um, don't always depict who wins the fight, but clearly, if there's more shots landed, um, you know, takedown landed something like that on some like somebody else did it more than the other, that person usually wins. Common sense, right? Sure. Um, if you look at the fight, I'll pull up the fight metric right now, actually. Um, let me see. So, uh, no, no, this is actually gonna be opposite of what I just said. So. This is why uh, this is a controversy. So, um, according to Fight Metric, total strikes landed. Uh, Barboza landed 58%, while Paul Felder landed 43%. It was 77 and 75. Significant strikes were 60 to 56 in favor of Barboza. And Barboza also got one takedown. Um, and Felder won by split decision. Right. So, so th- this is where it becomes controversy with like the total Fight Metric. is That's not round by round. One round, Barboza could have landed 50 of those shots. That's very true. And so on and so forth. Um, I we I don't know if you have. I was not able to watch the fight yet. The Barboza fight? Yeah. No, I was not able to watch it. Yet. Um, I just saw highlights from each round, yep. you know, about 30 seconds of highlights from each round. And so um, I can't give a clear depiction of who won. Now, I will say I did want Felder to win. He is a Rufus Sport affiliate. And he's cool as shit yeah. all the time. Respectful, great commentator, great breakdown artists. You know what I mean? He's just it's a wonderful guy. Single father. Mm-hmm. He really is. And so, um, like I said, it was in favor, split decision of Felder. Now, the controversy comes from this. Barboza, you know, tipped it, tipped his hat off to him, but basically said, you didn't win the fight, so they're appealing it. Um, they're appealing the loss. Now, I don't know how the commission there works, but I know. I also do want to say I think it's bullshit that even though this was a close fight, but certain fights they're not. 
where one ref will have a 30-27 Barboza and the other one has 30-27 Felder. Yeah, you rarely see that where one ref has, I mean, one judge, we should say, has yeah, it. one judge. Uh, all three rounds to one guy, and then the other guy wins. It's a very rare situation, and that's, of course, that's going to be very controversial. Now, the the problem that I see for Barbosa is his him and his camp, are they're appealing, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, appeals of decisions... I, I can't tell you there's probably been, and I saw it all over Twitter, people asking, has it ever worked? Has it ever worked? No. I have not found one instance of that working, um, except for maybe a case or two back in the day of corruption that they found, you know, or payoffs or something. It's in Saudi Arabia. This is this did not happen. There is not going to be a, uh, there is not going to be a reversal of the decision. At the very, very best, which is not going to happen, but I'm saying there's like a one-tenth of one percent chance they could, they could theoretically rule it um, you know, the, the judges over there were incompetent of scoring and they would rule it a no contest. That's not going to happen. No, there's no way that Paul Felder will keep the win. Now, granted, the vast majority of people I saw on MMA Twitter were saying that uh, Barbosa should have won the fight. It was close. You know, nobody disputed that it was one sided. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But a lot of strikes landed by both guys. A lot of great yep. techniques. They were both busted up. Uh, there's no one saying that this was a uh, railroad one way. But. The vast majority, and I mean like 80-some percent, were saying that they thought Barbosa should have won the the title. I'm sorry, sorry, the fight. Yeah, and that's the one thing, too, like you said. It's like, if you're going to appeal, unless, like, you can find corruption within, like, the judging system or, like, something super um, incidental or accidental or purposely happened during the fight that you could appeal back... If it was just a decision, it's it's probably more than likely not going to come back. Now, right. I will say, like I said, especially particularly in, a foreign a foreign promotion. You know what I mean? Like a foreign uh, wasn't in Brazil, wasn't in, wasn't in Vegas, wasn't in Milwaukee. Like, right. well, it wasn't in a hometown crowd. They've been there what three times? This was the third time, maybe they've been to Abu Dhabi. Yep. Uh, Frankie third, and BJ, and third, then another time, third or second. I think it was the third. I think this was the third time they've been there. I think. Because Frankie, Frankie BJ was the same night as uh, Maya and Silva. And then there was also a fight night with, uh, like, I think Pellegrino was actually, Kurt Pellegrino was actually on the card, yeah. I'm um, remembering, so. But, uh, so yeah, it's one of those things where I, I guess you can appeal, but it's, it's just not going to go in your favor. But I will say, when judging a split decision, it's, like, unanimous, obviously, sometimes, like, you'll hear really weird, like, scores, but a split decision should always be straight 29-28s. Always. I, I personally think. You would think so. That would but, make that logical, you know yeah. what I mean? But how the hell do you have one judge score thirty twenty seven Barboza <laughs> and the other one score thirty twenty seven Felder? Right. That's that's the ludicrous part right there because right. somebody fucked up. Somebody has a somebody has a lazy eye or something. <laughs> <laughs> like I don't know, man. I don't know what the fuck they're I saying. Mean, here's the problem is neither of us have seen the whole fight. You know what I mean? So it's yeah. hard to it's hard to go on. But I will say this Barboza is a bad motherfucker. I love him. I think he's a great fighter. I love Paul Felder as well. They put on two great performances. Should we see a third? Sure. The first one was fairly close. The second one obviously was razor thin with some controversy. Go ahead and run it back, boys. Yeah, fuck there's it. no there, yeah, exactly. There's nothing wrong with that. Go ahead and run it back. We'd love to see it. Yeah, uh, honestly, all of us would. It's it's one of those fights where you just keep on keeping on. Truck wow. it. Truck it. <laughs> Send it. But, uh, yeah, so um, that was a good gateway into uh, the main event. And I, <clears throat> I want <clears throat> to... I love what he does. There's a, dis- <laughs> there's a disclaimer here I want to bring up. Is a lot of us knew this was going to happen, but we didn't want it to happen. The So many of us love Dustin Poirier. 
Uh, I've been following his career since Fightville, which was, you know, like 11 years ago or something. Nice docuseries documentary. It, it was fantastic. The kid is... All heart. He, and he's just, what a wonderful person. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? His foundation has has bought supplies, school supplies for schools. They have helped families of fallen police officers. Uh, he, is, he is a fantastic human being. He's been with the same chick since high school. You know what I mean? They got a beautiful daughter together. They, he's just a wonderful human being. On top of that... He's a badass motherfucking fighter, right? Mm-hmm. The dude is everything that is right with MMA. He's everything that's right with combat sports. Um, so it's almost impossible not to be a fan of his. However, unfortunately for him, the era that he is in and the weight class that he is in, the champion is Habib. And when yep. you have the champion being Habib with Habib's skill set, with Habib's strength, with Habib's everything, it's almost an impossible mission to dethrone him at this yep. point. Yep. So, go ahead, go ahead, buddy. Yeah, and then it, it basically was that, pretty much, from the get-go, Habib, his his timing was, according to what Dustin said during the post-fighter, which, again, mad respect for him even showing up to that. Like, yeah. I know it was super hard. And, I mean, I, I want to give, I typically don't give um uh reporters, like, credit, because usually they ask really dumb, stupid fucking questions. Every single reporter was praising him. Yeah. And, and that they that showed right there, like, like he needed that because like that one Brazilian reporter was like, hey, I don't even have a question for you, dude. You're an amazing fighter, though. Like, keep your chin up. You're one of the best. Like, you you made us all proud out here. Sure. Like, good good for you, whoever that. I don't know what your name was, guy, but good for you for saying that because that truly probably resonated with him because like he was really down. Yeah, of course. He and, said he felt like he let everybody down. Yeah, and then like when he got up and he had his backpack and he had that little memorabilia of for his, his daughter. daughter. Oh yeah, my, god, my god, it choked me up. <laughs> yeah, for real. It choked. But um, <laughs> but uh, from he said his timing was really weird. The way he was throwing uppercuts, like he was like just like his his distance and his timing was like really really awkward. He said he was just like like he didn't feel powerful, but he felt perfect. Like like his his movement. The placement of his hips on the takedowns, like transitions, he said he said it was like flawless, and he he said like and then obviously, um he did get, he caught him with I forgot what the combo was I think it was a two switch three two, and he said he caught him and he 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 felt it land, but again we've seen Habib Habib has a chin like we've seen him get hit by shit that should have knocked a bear out and he's like that's funny, um right and then Dustin ends up when he gets taken down and gets a really tight guillotine actually didn't didn't stop him matt sarah today or maybe it was even yesterday matt sarah was talking to ally quinta on his show and they were you know kind of breaking down what they saw and uh matt said he was in the second row looking right at the guillotine and he was like dude it was in he was it was as in as any other guillotine i've ever seen finish a fight and he's a jujitsu fucking master you he's know what i mean bl- like an amazing black belt <laughs> you know under the gracies so uh he knows what he's talking about and uh again that just goes to show you that habib he's a different animal dude there's no way around it there there are a lot of killers at 55 tony justin cowboy even you can throw connor in there i mean there's all these guys he i don't see any of them beating him I just don't, you know, I would love to see the big upset, right? I would love to see Tony go in there and, you know, dethrone him mm-hmm. and do this great, you know, have this great performance. Yeah. I would love that. But if I'm, you know, I was boiled down to like, if I'm putting my house on the line, Habib, it's Habib. It's and, and, Habib at 70 as well, to be honest with you. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like I just, he is so fantastic at what he does and that no one has been able to figure out the combination yep. to that lock. Yep. And uh, well, like, like you said too, because uh, 
Dustin tried saying he's like, if I could have gotten, you know, my, my leg over and like over his back on that guillotine. And like, if you rewatch it, like Habib was transitioning away. Like there, there was no way for Dustin to get any more from that guillotine because Habib was playing defense with that part. But, uh, Joe said it best. He's like, if somebody rolls to their back when you're in a guillotine, you know, you have it tight. He's like, that was probably the fourth time in Habib's life. He's been on his back. The first time when he was born, <laughs> the second time when he Against fought the, the bear, bear. <laughs> and, and like, then maybe his wedding night, you know yeah, what I mean? Exactly. Maybe. But, uh, 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 Will Harris from anatomy of a fighter said it best when he was on Joe Rogan's podcast about like, he said, when he went to Dagestan, he was like, I truly don't. He's like, I think someone will physically have to kill him to beat him. Wow. It's a big, big statement from a guy who knows what he's talking about. And like, he, he's like, after watching how he grew up, how the way that life's over there, he's like, he's like, if you're going to try to choke him out, you're going to have to put him to sleep and you're going to, you're going to have to crank until he, he like, he physically isn't breathing. Yeah. Or yeah, he's going to have to, you're going to put him out. You know what I mean? Yeah. You have to put the like, cut off the circulation. There's nothing that's, there's nothing that's stopping him. And, it, it show, honestly, like I said, that was Dustin's chance. And he, like he said, it was tight. It was right. He was cranking as hard as he could. And he, as soon as he got out of it, he was still like full of energy. He caught his back and ended up choking him. Yeah. Like, like that man is terrifying. There, and, there's nobody who can hang with his stuff at 55. There's no. just nobody. There's nobody. And don't talk about, don't talk about, don't talk about other countries. Don't talk about other promotions. Don't talk about anybody else from any other sport. Habib is the fucking by far and away, number one, 155-er in the, on the entire planet. You mm-hmm. can't tell me otherwise. Yep. And, and like I said, everyone, you know, oh, Tony has, you know, if anybody has the skill set, it's Tony. But we've seen Tony, you know, get taken down by, by Kevin Lee and get and get handled for a round. Yeah. Until Kevin Lee got gassed out because of the staff infection. Or, you know, maybe that's why he gassed out. We don't know. But, but, yeah. but you know what I mean? But like, Yeah, for sure. But we all know Habib's gas tank is bigger. And we and, all know that Habib is a fucking 10 times better wrestler than Kevin Lee, who's a good wrestler. Yeah. You know, so, shout out for wrestling at, uh, he wrestled in Michigan. Uh, Grand Valley. Grand Valley, yeah. Both Tony and Tony wrestled in Grand Valley. Yep. So, so uh, I don't know, dude. It's it's one of those things. And it, it, it's just scary knowing how humble he is, too. Like, like everyone, and again, we don't know what goes on over in Dag- Dagestan. Or I said that word, Dagestan. Dagestan. Da- yeah, Dagestan. We don't know. Because the way of life over there is fucking nuts. We can just say that it's nuts. Well, compared um, to compared to our Western exactly the, civilization, yeah. yeah. Um, obviously, the whole Chechnyan thing, like people are like, oh, he like he's friends with the dictator who hates, you know, uh, you no know, gays, blah blah blah, so on and so forth. But again, we don't know, like we don't know the way of life over there. Like we don't know if he's being like forced against his will. Like you so know, here's 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 the thing. Here's what it boils down to. Uh, we we are accepting of all people here at CS 101 honest to god we don't care yeah. if you're if you're lgbtq we don't care if you're black we don't care if you're white we don't care if you're muslim christian jewish we, we don't care we're about we're all about the fight family you know what i mean we, we we're accepting yeah. of everybody uh and so we don't we don't think it's okay that there are all these stories have come out about this ruler who uh has systematically killed gay people just for being gay yeah uh, you know of course not does that mean that habib supports that because they have their pictures taken together because this guy has you know had dinners in his honor i i don't know you know what i mean we couldn't possibly know we could all speculate all day but yeah. when it boils down to it, we don't really fucking know mm-hmm. isn't it a good idea to have somebody who's got that kind of power to be a fan of yours to be on your side rather than be the you know the one who's trying to speak out against him and you know com- because, condemn him for all his mm-hmm. ill deeds and all that no that's not a good thing it's not the united states dude 
you can get killed over there for no reason. You know what I mean? They definitely don't want to give anybody a reason. Well, they live in the cliffs. Exactly. You know what I mean? They live on cliffs. They they are they are devout Muslims. They eat and they train and they eat and they train mm-hmm. and that's all they do. And they kill. From, right. From the time they are fucking probably five or six years old. Yep. And that that's the thing too. Like you said, it's like like he could revolt against them, but guess what? As, like as soon as he gets back to that country. He, he's basically doomed. He's a target. You know he's what I mean? Doomed. Why put yourself in that situation? Exactly. You know what I'm saying? I wouldn't so, do it. So he has his back against the ball almost with that. So like, right. So but, why but, not? No matter what his politics are, no matter exactly. what his beliefs are, it's the best move but, for him. Exactly. Keep things nice and but, smooth over in that region of the world. You and, know what I mean? And that's what I was coming to is like, if you look at it, look, he, he's raising all that money for Dustin's uh, charity. Foundation, right. Now. right. Um, you know, he, he's helping uh, build the water tower in uh, Uganda. <laughs> yeah. He's helping with that. Like, yes, he, like he, he does a lot of charity. He's a good person, I think. Yeah, yeah, exactly. People like to condemn him too about like you never see his wife. Well, in his their culture, that's how it is. It's how it is. Yeah, I'm sorry that that's different for us. I don't know. Would I want my wife to be have a fucking you know be out of sight on him? No, No. but I'm not him. You know what I'm saying? It's a different culture. If if that was our culture, it would be the same. Right. We have a different culture than they do. So it's hard to understand because it's completely foreign to us, mm-hmm. but I'm not going to judge or condemn him or anybody else for their way of being. Now, if he were to come out and say, I hate gay people, I want them all dead. Well, that's a different story. Exactly. Right? I mean, never... And we would not support that at all. We would, yeah. we would condemn it. We would say, I said condemn too many times in this that's last fine. couple of minutes, but I do know other words. My vernacular is actually pretty decent. So, uh, that was kind of that was kind of the wrap up on that fight. Uh, Habib Habib really dominated, won the fight in the third round. Uh, what happens for Dustin next? I don't know. Connor rematch. Uh, that's we would all love to see the Connor rematch at fifty five, mm-hmm. not forty five. At fifty five, um, he's him and Colby are talking a lot of shit. He says Colby's you know fucked up on site at ATT when he sees him. He's gonna bust him up. I don't know if we could turn that into something. Apparently, it was not. What we exactly, well, first of all, we don't really fucking know, but there is all kinds of stories coming out of, it was Colby's fault that the Usman fight hasn't been finalized, then it was Usman's fault, then it was George's getting, you know, it's a whole big to-do. We need fucking Dustin to fight again. He deserves it. He is he deserves a, a payday. 100%. So I would love to see him fight Connor or Colby, mm-hmm. because Colby wouldn't draw the numbers that Connor does, but... He hates Colby. Colby deserves to have his fucking mouth shut. Mm-hmm. And Dustin would do it, I think. Even moving up to 70. I think Dustin takes fucking Colby out. I, I just wanna I just wanna see the man get paid. He deserves a red panty night. So <laughs> that's true. But yeah, and then for Habib, it's it's Tony. It's got it, yeah. That's it. There's nobody else. So nobody else on the list. ESPN MMA posted that thing. It was like, who would you like to see <laughs> Habib fight? And it was ninety nine percent. It it was Tony, uh, Connor, and GSP. And every comment was, "You're retarded if you don't pick Tony," because you are. I'm sorry. Like I I don't like using that word in that statement like that. But you're dumb. You're dumb as fuck. You're dumb. It, it, yeah, there's nobody else besides Tony who deserves this fight. This is the fight that all the fans want. It's the fight that deserves to happen. Fifth time's a charm. <laughs> yeah, we've had a lot of fucking it, weird things happen to you know to not let this fight. But maybe it was all for a reason. Maybe the fight that they put on is going to be one of those epic performances, a a true war, mm-hmm. and so that then that all makes sense as to why it never happened before. So and then guess what? If he, what, I don't want to say if because like I said, I I love Tony Ferguson too. But when Habib beats him. Because I, I think it's inevitable. I do. 99 out of 100 times, probably. Yeah, I, I think it's inevitable. Sorry, all of our Tony friends. We love Tony, too. And I love him. Like I said, I, I would like to see him win. but I, I would love to see him win, too. But I think Habib beats him. I think he stops him. And then I, I think the, the Mecca fight happens between GSP and Habib, finally. I think that's his 30-0 mark. 
It's his toughest fight to date. And I honestly have a hard on for it. <laughs> Do the thing. <laughs> that took a lot of effort. Yeah, but I really waited for that one. That, that was a lot building of, up suspense. That took a lot of effort. But um, <laughs> yeah, and I because that's a perfect clash up. They're literally they're ooh clash up, not a matchup or a clash, but a clash up. I like that. Happy Thanks. accidents. That was dope. Yeah, I think it's a perfect one because they are the same fighter almost. They are think, very similar. George is obviously better on the feet. Yep. Uh, George is bigger. You know, there's no mm -hmm. way around it. And now this now that big is would it be a fifty five? No, it could be a fifty five. George is not making a fifty five. Could it be at a catch weight? Sure. Sixty five. That's what I'm saying. 165, 165 pound belt uh, would be great. But again, there's been no mention of that actually happening. Did you see that the BMF boat's actually yes, being yes, made? Yes, I did see that. <laughs> By the way, and The Rock is going to put it on Masvidal if he if wins. If Masvidal wins, yes, The Rock oh. is going to be there. He's going to put it on. It's amazing. So again, let that... <laughs> Another one. So that wraps up our, uh, our recap of UFC, was it 242? Yep. Uh, in Abu Dhabi, the Dustin the Diamond Poirier versus Habib Nagamedov. You do it. <laughs> Nurmagomedov. Thank you, sir. You're welcome. So now we're going to move on real quick. We're not going to go over the whole Bellator card, but we do mm -hmm. need to uh, get into a couple of the fights, right? Because yeah. uh, one of them was, you know, really ended up another fucking heavyweight main event that goes down with... Uh, no contest. A no contest because of a foul. So, well, I'll let you go ahead and take that. And then I wanted to go over a couple of uh, lion fights okay. that are going to come up this upcoming weekend. Um, so, shout out to Emmanuel Sanchez also for his dub. Manny Sanchez, Rufus Sport. Yep. Beat uh, Tywin Eric Claxton. Who was that? He's a kid? very good fighter. Very good. Especially for being uh, quote unquote self trained. Very right. good. Um, and then Adam Borks beating Pat Curran. Um, Adam Borks is a stud out of uh, Henry Hooves. He's the one that beat uh, Aaron Pico. Yeah, and I'll always love Pat Curran because of what he did to Joe Warren, who I have disliked from the moment I ever fucking mm -hmm. saw him on TV. Uh, Derek Campos, Daniel Strauss had an absolute war. Yeah. Campos ended up. And that, that was all a part of the Featherweight Grand Prix, which, um, and also Pedro Carvalho. Carvalho. Yep, he won uh, against Sam Cecilia. Oh, by the way, Bellator, we love your shit, but what the fuck, man? Only on DAZN? I get going on half on DAZN, half on Paramount. That's, that'd be fine. But when it's only on DAZN, you're losing a ton of people. Get it together. Put it on both. What the fuck? We wanted to watch it, and we couldn't. Yeah, it was dumb. But um, <clears throat> So, yeah, the main event, uh, Bader versus Congo. Um, a lot of people had Congo win in this fight, and I I'm sorry. I didn't see a way for him to win this fight. Oh, I saw. I, I thought they could knock him out on the feet. Maybe. I, I thought as soon as it went to the ground, that Congo was fucked. I, I, I think, I do think that Bader's been a little too happy with his hands lately. Sure. Because he, obviously he's knocked out so many people. Sure. Um, Double but, champ, dude. 205 and 265 yeah, champ. I, I just saw his athleticism was just going to be overwhelming, um, which clearly it was. I mean, he was p tagging him on the feet, got him down. And then the incidental supposed eye poke. Now... If y'all rewatch this fight, because I rewatch, I mean, I rewatched before the eye poke supposedly even happened to see if an eye poke happened. No eye poke happened. Not whatsoever. And you watch it and he, you know, because typically if you're, you know, grappling with somebody, you're allowed, you want to put your hand over their mouth so they have a hard time breathing. And that's what Ryan Bader did. And his finger kind of went up his nose and came back out and Chet Congo grabbed his eye. And somehow he couldn't see out of it. Like they, he physically couldn't see out of it. So I got ruled a no contest. Rampage Jackson ended up trying to know, you know, confront fucking Ryan Bader about it. 
because him and him and Check have been longtime training partners and good friends for got more than ten years. You know, what I mean, this is back when uh, they were both fighting at the Wolf's Lair out in uh, England. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So a whole controversy. So it ended up being a no contest. It, they, they they have to run it back. They do. There's and, no way around it. Yeah, and I I still think Bader wins the rematch. Check, but I like Check though because Check hey, Check is four years older than I am, and like I've told you a million times on this show, I love when guys who are several years older than I am are really performing well at a high level. Uh, Check Congo is a really good kickboxer. The end. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? He has some great skills on his feet. He has proven time and time again that if you can get him down, he's got decent takedown defense. Mm-hmm. But if you can get him down, he has a very hard time. And Ryan Bader has a good top game. He's a great wrestler. ASU alone. Right. All He's, American. He, he is somebody who um, is double champ in that promotion for a reason. And he's a, he's a good fighter. He is a good fighter. Yeah. Did he did he wash out in the UFC? Not really. I mean, he's he on made a four it to fight winning streak. He made it to the upper crust of the two hundred five. You know what I mean? He's on but, a four fight winning streak when he left. Yeah. So th- there's not. You know, he just doesn't have. Uh, I guess he didn't have the star power. He doesn't have the most exciting style for for Dana White and Sean Shelby and those guys. So they were happy to let him go. Scott Coker was happy to take him. It was one of those situations, much like Cyborg, that works out right for both parties. You yep. know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So again, I got no ill will with versus Ryan Bader. I don't think he did anything intentionally. He looked like the look like the figure went up his nose, dude. It didn't go in his eye. Look at it went up his nose. Now am I saying Chuck Congo is lying about the whole thing? No. I am. I well that's the essence <laughs> different than the right now. I am. <laughs> I don't think so. I think he he did get somehow up the nose and then maybe the skin moved over and poked him in the eye, something or, or the glove caught him even prior to that. Really not sure. I don't see Chet Congo who's had a million fucking fights, not just in uh, kickboxing and MMA, but Savat, which mm-hmm. is a French version yep. of kickboxing. He, this guy's had a million fucking fights. So no, I don't see him wanting to get it out. I think he really legitimately got poked and then we're going to have to wait and see what fucking happens uh, when they rematch. Yep. Like I said, I, I, I think uh, Bader still wins the rematch. Bader should win 8 out of 10 times. Mm-hmm. Really. Now, what I want to say is I firmly believe that Vitaly Minikov is going to be the heavyweight champion anyways. He's a bad motherfucker, that guy. <laughs> now, 6'3", 250, great everywhere, has no emotions. Kind of reminds me of a bigger, more athletic Fedor. Really, yep. yeah, and, he does. He had that split decision loss to Chet Congo, which I I don't know why that was a thing. He just didn't fight that fight. He like, popped that night, didn't he? Too? Or no, he no, that was the one before. Oh, both. Okay. That, that he was on a suspension. That's why. He, that's why he wasn't in the uh, tournament. <laughs> so he didn't look good. That's why he wasn't coming in the off of that long layoff. That's mm-hmm. probably okay. I got you. So uh, I I think after watching what he did to fucking uh, uh, Sean was it Sean Jordan. Sean Jordan is a fighter. I don't remember that particular fight. Mustache. Sean Jordan, the one looks like me. Mustache. No, you're thinking about Tim Johnson. Tim Johnson. There we go. Yep. yep. No, no, Sean Jordan was the LSU guy. Correct. That's Sean Jordan her. was yep. the former fo- fullback fo- yep, from uh, LSU. LSU. Yep. Yeah, no, uh, Tim Johnson, when he absolutely just fucking murdered him a few weeks ago. The, 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 the kick followed by on the same side, too, to Johnson's face, just pushed him into the fucking gauge was beautiful. Yep, and then that upper three to end it all. On the, just, while he was all on the ground, fucked up. Yeah, that yep, was messed up, dude. Yeah, fucking Russians, dude. <laughs> you, know, you, okay, you remember how a few months ago... Sorry, before we get into the other one. So, yeah, that's a wrap-up of uh, the Bader Congo thing. Bellator. Yeah, Bellator. Um, Bellator. Is remember how a few months ago I was like super infatuated with uh like British culture? Yes, I do. You know what I'm like infatuated You're with now? towards Russia now? Yeah, because they're fucking insane. Not all of them, but there's a lot. <laughs> <laughs> 
We just mean it from a fight perspective. You know what I mean? We're not talking about like. I'm talking wrestling. about humans. No, 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 no. He's not. No, he's not. He's joking. So um, mainly Dagestan, Dagestanis, uh, Chechnyans, uh, mainland Russia. Because mainland Russia's had a ton of great fighters for mm-hmm. many, many years, going back to the '70s and boxing. Yeah. You know, but yeah. But yeah, fucking dude, just. Uh, they're fucking and they're, they're scary people. Honestly, they are fucking terrifying. Well, they just don't give a fuck, and they have the they have the skill. Here's the thing: Americans love to talk. Look at the two of us. I mean, yeah. we love to. You know, people love to they chat. Don't. They don't say a fucking thing, nope. and when they do, it's like real cold and calculated. You know, like mm-hmm. like Khabib would be like, "I'm going to smash him." Yeah, and you're like, "Oh my gosh!" And then he gets in the cage. He's beating the shit out of Connor. Go, let's talk now. Talk now. Talk now. Talk now. I smash your face. Talk now. And then Dude, that's the best Connor's part. Like, it's only business. <laughs> he's after me, Lucky Charms. <laughs> What you like about the Papa Twelve, dude? That's the best. I don't drink, dude. That that press conference. I, okay, God damn, dude. I, I want to talk about. Dude, we've been we've been away from the mic for so long. So, <laughs> so it's like we're JoJo the Indian Circus boy with too many things going on in our head. It's like I have, <laughs> I have to do that. That's me motivating some cheeks. <laughs> but anyways, um, so back to I got to talk about dude, that press conference because I remember everyone was like, "Dude, Connor won the press conference," because Connor's like, you know, fuck this Russian bitch, blah blah blah, and they're like, "Habib, anything he say?" He's like, and Habib just goes. October 6th. That's <laughs> yeah. it. That's all he says. Dude, you know, go look back and go watch that again. Think about how fucking terrifying he that is. He is a cold-blooded the, motherfucker. The only time he said something was when he brought up his dad and his religion. Right. And at that point, that's if he actually starts talking back, then you're done fucked up. Yeah, he's already a, he's already a, a sleeping bear. And then when you poke him enough, he gonna wake up and he gonna eat. Yeah, like Jesus Christ. It's like he had no blood in his face. He's like, yeah, dude, they're fucking zombies over there. <laughs> Habib, I will say this. Habib will get uh, touched up by Tony at least somewhat. You, Even if he takes do, him down. Do you think he bleeds? Yes, I think he bleeds. Because did you did you know he hasn't bled in his entire UFC Predator, career? Predator bled. And so if the predator bleeds, then Habib <laughs> bleeds, okay? <laughs> remember, what, remember what Schwarzenegger said in Predator? If it bleeds, we can kill it. Yep. Yeah, no, because I didn't realize that Habib's... I, I might be wrong. I might have to go back and watch all 12 fights, but he's he hasn't blood. I don't know if he's blood or not, but he can bleed. He's a human being. God, what is wrong with you right now? You think he's, I, in, in you think he's a he marble? He hasn't, he hasn't oh, no, yeah, right. Yeah, that's what I meant. I'm sure DC has split him open or at least busted his nose a time yeah, or two, and, you know? Uh, and uh, he's only lost one round in the octagon. Correct, no? Conor McGregor. Because didn't didn't people have him losing against Gle- uh, Gleason Tebow? Dude, uh, rewatch yeah, that fight. Yeah, yeah, it's closer. That. It's Re- closer than you think. I don't think it was. I rewatched it. I don't. I clearly had to be one of. Oh, fight. of course. But yeah, I'm just saying, saying that people yeah. thought it was another one because most people haven't seen it. Yeah. So they thought it was another you know roll through. No, Gleason Tebow did some good stuff in that fight. He did some good stuff, but like it was definitely like a 30 Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. What I'm, I'm not saying. Yeah, well, that's I'm not what I'm debating yeah, that at no, all. No, because people were like Gleason won that fight, and I I rewatched. I'm like, you guys are fucking. That is not. That is not the hill anybody should want to die on. To try to get Glazer Tebow to be the one to be the one who won that fight. There's just that's silly. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, that's enough on that one. We got so we covered uh, Habib Dustin. We've covered the latter. Um, upcoming this weekend. Before we get into the fight that both hurts my heart and makes me filled with joy uh, in the UFC, I do want to be um, I do want to be clear in that my my favorite stand up promotion, the Lion Fights Organization, is having a um, Muay Thai card again. They are having it at the downtown Las Vegas Event Center this Saturday. Sept- Wait, no, it's not this Saturday. It's September 21st. So it is not this Saturday. So the following Saturday. But the, the big deal is that Jake Peacock, who has what, Jeff? 
Wait, what? Jake Peacock, who has... Peacock. From Lion Fights, who only has... Oh, one arm. Sorry. Right. So Jake I, I, I'm infatuated <laughs> about this bleeding thing right now. <laughs> so Jake Peacock is fighting on the Lion Fights promotion. Uh, he's fighting a guy named Ryan Houston at Welterweight. Jake Peacock, much like Nick Newell, is a high-level fighter uh, who was born with one arm. So he they put the glove kind of... Uh, whereas Nick Newell does not wear a glove on his... On his uh, I'll say elbow area. Um, Jake does wear a glove, and but obviously doesn't use it much. The it's really impressive to watch him fight. He's really fun. Lion fights, like I've said, I've gone over it. I'm a real fanboy for lion fights. I love I love Muay Thai. So uh, that'll be a great one. Uh, Enrico Carrera is fighting Her- Humberto Tovar at light heavyweight title eliminator fight. Uh, these two are both really get after it kind of dudes. Definitely want to check that out. Now, and once again, that is not this weekend. So this is not going to fuck with your uh, gauge. Cowboy time. This will be the following weekend. So after that, we have our our, our main event, which would be Sean Clancy versus Ramesh Habib. Uh, Lion fights world super lightweight title. I know Sean Clancy well. The guy is a fucking Terminator. He throws gnarly kicks, super hard inside elbows. I do not know Ramesh Habib. So... Uh, I'm really looking forward to that fight. Lion fights, you guys followed us back. Your your CEO follows us back on Twitter, which, God, I can't tell you how much I appreciate. Send love. us tickets, please. Yeah, Mr. Kent, we really appreciated the... Uh the, the promotion is so fun. It's so good. The Muay Thai is just my favorite thing to watch. So, uh, once again, from Vegas, not this coming weekend, but the following. Check yourself out. Some Lion Fights on CBS Sportsnet on that Saturday. Yeah. Um... Also, before we get into the next week's fight card, uh, September 14th starts off the uh, Worlds for uh, wrestling. Oh, okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, so we'll have to break down some of those fights on next week's episode. Yep. Uh, the main one... <coughs> and by we, I mean the S. <laughs> yeah. There, there's uh, obviously... Everyone knows who Jordan Burroughs is. Uh, yep. Obviously, man, that Even team. me. Um, he has a really tough road in the 64 kilogram weight class. Um. Kyle Dake being an absolute stud. I think he'll play us with gold. Uh, last year at Worlds, he was the only person that did not allow a single point against him. Amazing. Which, uh, obviously, at that high of a level is fucking stupid good. Right. Um, and then you have the one, and obviously it depends on if it happens or not, but you have the one and two in the world. You have Kyle Snyder, who's the kid out of OSU, right. who was one of the youngest uh, ever Olympic champions at 19, going against Abdul Rashid Sajulayev, who is, like, dude, who is fucking terrifying i don't fuck it you know what though i don't but i've seen kyle snyder wrestle more than probably anybody else because i'm not a big wrestling guy yeah. you know what i mean but i've He's seen fun him to wrestle uh, fun, fun, fun to watch wrestle thank you yeah. I, I totally agree and he looks like uh you know a building that came to life and sprouted arms and cauliflower ears yeah so there's no way that dude is scurred no he ain't. anybody he you know ain't. what but, i mean uh, there, there's good history because uh <laughs> Uh, Abdul Rashid's only loss in his professional, like, or his senior level wrestling is to Kyle. And it was because he moved up in weight and he lost like seven to six. The next year he pinned Kyle in like 12 seconds. Kyle Snyder, I'm sure, has so, taken that loss as a fuel to at, the fire. It was at Worlds last year. So he is going so to be ready it's, to it's, fucking go. It's, it's the perfect it's the perfect matchup. It, it's, it has me excited because it's Team Russia versus Team USA, too. That'll be awesome. That'll so, be a nice little subplot and, going and, on. And they're both only like 20, 21. Kyle Snyder's got to be in his mid-20s. He's like 22, 23, okay. I think. Let me check. Okay, we'll, we'll, we'll double check on that. But Because uh, like I said, I saw him in the Olympics like, what, six years ago? Would have been four years ago. So he's, he's 23 now. I don't know. He's, tw- he's 23. Okay. Yep. And then what's the other guy? Do we know? I'm about to look it up. Yeah, let's check that out. 
Because it, it does make a difference, you know what I mean? What you know? It's crazy knowing how young they are, though. Yeah, for sure. No, I totally agree with you. 23. Yeah, so we got some two young fucking lions getting ready to go at it. And what's the uh, tournament called? Just Worlds? Yeah, it's just... Uh, 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 oh, my God. Oh, my God. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, 2019 World uh, Wrestling Championship. Just the World Wrestling Championship. It's, okay. in, it's in Nur Sultan, because... Uh, Kazakhstan? Yep, Kazakhstan. You know who else is from Kazakhstan? Who? Borat is from Kazakhstan. I can't believe you didn't get that. Oh, very nice. <laughs> she had vagine like wizard sleeve. Yep. And By the way, my homie Vladimir Klitschko put out a fucking video where he did Borat impression, and it was fucking spot on. So shout out to you, Vladdy Daddy. Was it? Yeah, it was perfect. I mean, the best version I've ever heard in my life. Okay, and for those of us who were around when that fucking movie took off everybody thought they did a great impression of it thankfully that died a slow death but then it's like the Vladdy Dotty came out it's like the my name Jeff yes but that's that's gonna live on forever true um, um, did you see the Bisbing said he's coming back for one more fight did you see that yet I did not I saw this though nine minutes ago this broke Steven Wonderboy Thompson versus Vincente Luque has been added to UFC 244. Whoa, that card is just getting better and better, isn't it? it My is. God. <laughs> They're bringing out all the styles for 244. Uh, but just a real quick, Bisbing wants to come back and have his final fight in Manchester, where he's from. Oh, okay. I'm fine with so, that. So, right. Let's, let's just hope they give him someone, like kind of how they did for Uriah and Brad Pickett. Let's do something like that. You know what I mean? Somewhere where even if he even if he were to lose or not look great, he's not going to get fucked up. You know what I'm saying? You are, man. <laughs> The fight that never happened that should have oh happened. Oh, my God. Michael, I love you. Michael Bisping, I fight you in Manchester, Michael. Honestly, if he comes back, then I want I want Dan Hardy versus Condit on that one, too. I don't think Condit wants any more smoke, dude. He's like 2-8 and eight in his last 10 fights. He wants to fight, so I guess. I, Carlos, we love you so much. Please, just retire. Bro, bro hang him up. Or, or, you know what? Go to kickboxing. That's fine. Mm -hmm. Go to kickboxing and fighting kickboxing. You know, Pat Barry, when he was ousted from the UFC from several losses in a row, he went on and he had a few more kickboxing matches. He, he won some, too. he lost some. You know what I mean? But you just do that. Yep. Carlos, I, we, we love you. You've put on some of the best performances in the history of the UFC. I don't like seeing you get fucked up. It's the same thing with BJ Penn. You know what I mean? Like, not, just, not that I'm comparing the two. I just mean like the, the win losses of the past several fights. Carlos Conde, go to kickboxing. Go to glory would be great for you. Mm -hmm. Nine minutes, you know what I mean? Just stand up. You can stay at range. That's what I'm talking about. But Michael Bisbee, I don't know who the fuck you're going to fight, but I, I hope he gets a win and can go out in, in Manchester with, you know, huge, a king send-off, if you will. He deserves it. Vincente Luque and uh, Wonderboy will be a great fight. It's an interesting one. I'm looking forward to it. I love Wonderboy fighting anybody not named Tyron Woodley because it, those were, you know. When the last, fuck last is Ponzinibbio going to fight again? I think there's got to be something we don't know. Yeah. At this point, there's got to be something behind the scenes that we don't know. Like the UFC just doesn't want him or something. Or, or that he he's having some, or he pop, or that he's got some uh, personal stuff going on that he's like, hey, look, something's happening. Something has been happening. You know what I mean? Like yeah. something, there's got to be something we don't know because it makes no sense that a fighter on that kind of a win streak, who's at those kind of performances, who is that well ranked, who is not fighting and yeah. hasn't fought in forever. And also, he's part of ATT too. So. Yeah, who knows? Who knows what's going on, dude? I don't know. Could be visa issues. I know that's what kept Glover Teixeira out for years. True. Uh, from the UFC, the other could be some issues. Uh, who knows? Who knows? But true. We'll find out eventually. It always comes out in the end, doesn't it? It does. The truth always hurts. 
<laughs> All right, let's go ahead and let's just pull the fucking bandaid off the, the wound. So the backstory to this. So we all know that Justin Gagey and Donald Cowboy Cerrone are fighting this Saturday. UFC Fight Night. Where are they fighting at? Vancouver. Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. Beautiful. Shout out to UFC Obsessed from up there in Vancouver, BC, I believe. Um, anybody who's listened to our podcast for the past 30-odd shows knows. Justin Gagey is one of my most favorite fighters in the world. The only guy I like more than Justin Gagey is fighting. fucking guy who's fighting in Cowboy Cerrone. Cowboy Cerrone has been my absolute A number one most favorite fighter in all of fighting. That means every combat sport in the world from the moment that Chuck Liddell retired. I love Cowboy Cerrone. I love his fucking fight style. I love his Muay Thai. I love his jiu-jitsu. I love his outlook on life. I love his badassery. I love that he's a father now, and he has taken such a great, you know, idea to that. I love his outlook on, you know, raising his own food and having his own ranch and bringing fighters in to train there for free. Uh, he is just a what his beer drinking, everything about him. I love Cowboy Cerrone. Now, Justin Cagey in ring or in cage is my favorite guy to watch. And here's yep. why it is the personification of violence. I've used that phrase several times throughout the, you know, throughout the year of podcasting, this really could be the absolute worst of the worst when it comes to how much blood, how much guts, how much damage is done to the, to each other. You know what I mean? Yeah. This could be, Hundreds of leg kicks landed. This could be hundreds of punches landed. This could be um, eyeballs coming out of the orbital socket. I mean, it could be all of these things. The only thing I don't want it to be, Jeff, is quick. I want it to be a close battle. So at least no matter what, win, lose, or draw, they can both go back to their perspective areas and be like, okay, I put it on the line. And I had a good performance. Yep. I just didn't do enough tonight. We get 25 minutes of it. My worry is that Gaethje will catch cowboy quasi early which has happened to him before and put him out and then it's going to be like well fuck cowboy's done you know what i mean yeah and the difference with that though is i'm pretty sure gate gate you'll have that power to like put him out right the only way cowboy i think could put justin to sleep would be was led exactly would be his head kick because it's a great head kick um i think gage is going to have that scouted out you know what i mean mm -hmm. so oh, i think i think gage is going to eat his eat cowboy's legs up yeah, hundred percent. And I hope I know Cowboy has a game plan for that, but mm -hmm. it's all it's it's all speculation until they get in there. I agree. I think it's going to be Gagey's going to do his what Gagey always does: forward, 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 leg kick, leg kick, punch, 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 punch. And then Cowboy's going to try to be. I think he's going to try to do some technique shit early, mm -hmm. like circle say, off, and then, and then, then say, say fuck, fuck it. it, right? And then Cowboy up, and they're just going to brawl. And if they do that, I see Justin. Oh, it hurts so bad to say. I see Justin Gagey stopping Cowboy. Oh, I don't want it to, though. I, like, my heart really, really wants a fucking decision where they both walk away feeling good, but Justin will probably win. Majority draw. <laughs> that is too minute of a possibility for me to really hold on to hope for. So, <clears throat> again, I see Justin winning as much as it hurts my heart to say. Yeah. I see Justin winning, and I got to be honest with my my friends, my listeners, and you are our friends, our listeners. Yes. Got to be honest. I, I think it's going to be Justin by, um, I'm going to say, fuck, I'm going to say third round stoppage of, of my boy Cowboy. That's a good guess. I was calling about 15, 20 minutes into it as well. So third or fourth round for me. Um, I think it happens. To, I, think, I think the only way... This see, this is where it gets tough because when Gaethje has been stopped, it's been late. 
Because you would you would expect because he actually you know kind of puts on an endless fucking pace. You you would expect it to be early, um, but he puts it on he he gets oh my god I'm having a stroke. He gets put out late. Um, you know Dustin Poirier, Eddie Alvarez. Now, it's again can Cerrone weather the storm of the late kicks? Does he have a good game plan for it? Can he? Basically, can he bait? If he can stick to his game plan, I think I think nine times out of ten, Cerrone will win the fight. Then, if he can stick to his game plan, mm-hmm. does Cowboy do that though? No, not if he gets in the face a couple of times. Yeah. You know, he kind of so, abandons um, all thought and logic and goes ham on him. I think if he can, uh, I think if he can keep the pressure, he can keep the distance. I think he could hit him with a head kick and knock him out. Do I see it happening? I don't. Um, so I, I, like I said, I see a third or fourth round. I see. Gaethje hitting him with a fucking nasty leg kick. It opens him up, and he hits him with an overhand right, and it just clips him. I think he's going to do the same thing, but I also think that Cowboy is going to uh, get backed up from a big shot. He's going to go into the cage. He's going to shell up, and then Gaethje's going to unload a bunch of shots, and then whoever's refereeing is going to have to stop. I'm getting real specific right now. Um, I think Gaethje's going to... You know, like I said, he's going to knock him back into the cage. Cowboy's going to be hurt, and he's going to shell up, and then Gage is going to unload several punches on him, maybe a few kicks, and then the referee's going to step in between. So that's why I say on the feet, TKO, third round for Justin Gagey is my prediction. That's as fucking specific as I could possibly get besides what kind of fucking skull that Cowboy's going to have in his jaw before the, before the fight starts. I can't get much more clear than that. He choose Copenhagen? You don't know. Yeah, I do. Oh, do you really? Yeah, he did it on Joe's podcast. Because <laughs> he's a man. How dare you? How dare you fucking question me knowing that? <laughs> Copenhagen. But, uh, yeah, and it's honestly kind of funny <clears throat> because I'm actually looking at this card through and through. Not it's, a bad, it's a decent card. Not a bad card. You got Ch- uh, Chas Kelly, who is, or Chas Skelly. Yeah. Which is a weird fucking name. Um, Luis Smoka. Um, is it Martin Tybura on this card? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, he's the main prelim. Uh, you got Kyle Propolek, I believe, and that's the kid that, uh, who trains out of uh, MTC Windsor. Um, Would be uh, Rand Marcos's teammate. Yep, and then you have Brad Katona. What he up, loves what Brad. Up? I love Brad. Brad, who's a Canadian but has been training at SPG in Ireland for a long time and has just the most... Weird accent. Con- like, it's just the most convoluted accent in the history of mankind, yeah. man. Against uh, Hunter Azur, who is, I believe, a Dana White Contender Series uh, alum. I do not know this young man. So it's going to be a good fight. He doesn't have a picture up, so... Um, and then you have Andrew Sanchez versus Marvin Vittori, which is another interesting fight. Um... Cole Smith versus Miles Johns. Miles Johns being the former bantamweight champ of LFA. Absolute yeah. stud as well. Yeah. Um, great fight. And then yet you have Marcin Tabora versus Augusto Sakai. I don't know if I know Sakai. I don't know him either, but it's a heavyweight fight, so it should be. And I love it because so. it's a heavyweight fight. And then uh, Uriah Hall versus Antonio Carlos Jr. Yeah, shoe face. And then... Our boy Jimmy Crew, yes, uh, versus Misha Serkinov, which is a really good step That's up. That's a in competition. great fight. Yeah. yeah, you know what, Uriah. You know what, Uriah Hall. I've loved Uriah Hall for forever. Ever since he fucking murdered that guy in the tough house, I've loved Uriah Hall. Now we all know he has not lived up to his expectations. He has not uh, lived up to his potential. But I still like Uriah Hall. I still think he can murk somebody if he gets the right situation. Um, you know, Shoeface is a good fighter. And so we'll have to wait and see what happens. He's, I'm sure, going to try to take your eye hole down. But I'd like to see your eye hole fight again. Yep. Uh, yeah. I, he's always he's always fun to watch. I will give him that. 100%. And um, if, if 
if that means he's getting his ass beat or he's beating ass, it's <laughs> fun no matter ass. what. Um, and then you have Michael Pereira, which is the guy who does all like the stupid, the, not the cool spinning shit, but the shit that you're like, why are you doing that? He looks like somebody who, when you're playing UFC video game, who doesn't know how to play and is just mashing all the buttons. Yeah, that's him. That's Pereira. <laughs> that, that is him to a T. And he is uh, uh, going up against Sergey Kandosga, I believe is his name. I sure as fuck don't know. Yeah, I don't know how to pronounce it, but yeah, Sergey Kondozga. Seems Russian, so. Seems Russian. And then you have the return of the uh, Duff Man. Oh, Todd, Todd Duffy. So I texted Jeff about this when this was whatever uh, announced. What about a week ago, two weeks ago, whatever the fuck it was. Todd Duffy has had 11 fights, right? He's 9 yep. and 2. No, 12. What is he, the 9 and 3? Yeah. 9 and 3, okay. Todd Duffy's been around since 1974. <laughs> Todd Duffy has been in and out of the UFC and in out of pro fighting. I believe he made his pro debut in like 07 or something. Yeah. So we're like 12 years, 12 fights. The dude, I don't know what the fuck is going on with him. I don't know what's been going on with him. Did you hear I, about his, uh, his injury that kept him out for the longest time? What was it, a nut shot or something? No, 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 no. He was training at the old Tough House and he fell through the canvas and tore his ACL. Really? Yeah. Interesting. Uh-huh. Todd Duffy, who the poor guy. I mean, first of all, he looks like a some bitch animal. The guy is built like a fucking like he's carved out of marble. He is huge. You know, he's like six three, six four, two fifty, and he 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 is just. He's got long limbs. He's a good wrestler. He's a good striker. But again, he's fought so infrequently, and I don't know who the guy he is who's fighting. But Jeff Hughes, former LFA heavyweight champion. Oh no, o- then I do know that guy. Okay, the only heavyweight at Team Oval, man. <laughs> right, I do know that guy that I didn't recognize him by the picture. He kind of looks like me and Ben Rothwell had a baby. Is what he kind of looks like, to be honest with you. You're seeing it, just looking it over, and he's he's, yeah, he's weighing it. in. Yeah, I see yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, for real. I see it. But it's a heavyweight fight, so you know I love it, and uh, I pick the LFA guy to win. Yeah, I think Todd Duffy wins. Um, I mean, my name is Todd, so it's hard to pick against a guy named Todd. But I'm I'm going to. Uh, I'm taking the guy who's had dude, way more fucking active. Lately. I'll never forget <laughs> that when Todd Duffy came on the scene too, because he was supposed to be like the second coming of Jesus, and he fought Mike Russo. Yeah, and like Russell, was, dude, dude. And he was fucking him up so bad. And then with four seconds left, Russell just throws an overhand right and knocks him clean out. He also he also got murked in like the first 20 seconds of a fight I saw too. Mike Russell, who I also was just really laughing over here. I wish you could have seen our face because, dude, they were all 10-8 rounds. Like, we thought the ref was going to stop it. Yeah. And we're like, dude, the fight's over. And we go to leave and we just see... Mike Russell, you can't drops. count him out, dude. He's a Chicago police officer, kind of another one of the one of my crew in the Fat Belly Fighters uh, division. So Mike Russell was no joke, dude. And yeah, Todd Duffy got fucking murked. Yeah, it was funny. I, I remember I was like, what? He beat the, the guy. He beat the, help me with the guy's fuck. name if you remember. He beat the guy who was from Canada, who then died later after a boxing match in Canada. You know what I'm talking about? Oh, um, uh, who Todd Duffy did? Todd Duffy beat that guy. And I believe he murked him early, if I'm not mistaken. I know who you're talking about. Because it was Tim, wasn't it? Uh, Tim Haig. Tim Haig, exactly. He either beat Tim Haig or Tim Haig beat... I think he beat Tim Haig very quickly. Is there? Are we, are we able to look that up? Are we able to... Um... Uh, knocked him out in seven seconds. So that's what it was. So that's... See? I knew I knew what I was fucking talking about. So yeah, he beat Tim Haig in seven seconds. But unfortunately, Tim Haig, years later... Uh, was boxing up in Canada and died as a result of his uh, injuries. So I didn't want to be Debbie Downer on it, but 
<laughs> that happened. It is my journalistic obligation to report that to you. So we'll have to wait and see what Todd does. But I got what's the other kid's name? Jeff Hughes. I got Jeff Hughes. So we got Jeff and a Todd fighting. That's weird, isn't that it? That is weird. <laughs> I, I, I'm going with Todd, and you're going, going with Jeff. Jeff. <laughs> yeah. That's what's up. I'm finding that pretty fucking hysterical. <laughs> but yeah, I got, I'm definitely going with Jeff. So on the, next, Todd. the next one is um, Nikita Krylov versus Glover Teixeira. Krylov for sure is going to win. Uh, I love Glover Teixeira, but he is way too long in the tooth, and he's looked slower and slower and slower as time has worn on. He won his last fight. I'll give him that. You know what I believe. Um, yeah, he did. He won against, uh, wasn't it Ro- uh, Robertson? So I, I don't remember who it was. I'm, I'm almost certain that he won, though. Uh, but help me with the other guy's last name. Uh, Krylov? Krylov is a bad motherfucker. I think he beat Glover. Got the experience. I think Krylov has the tools to win the fight. So I love Glover Teixeira. I hope Glover Teixeira wins, but I got Krylov winning uh, by unanimous decision. Yeah, I, I have Krylov winning as well. It was against that uh, Eon Cutalaba. Uh, oh, Cutalaba. Okay. Yeah, I remember we watched we watched the fight together. Yeah, because we were pissed off because Cutalaba was just like, oh, I'm gonna wipe the floor, and then he ended up losing. So. <laughs> he was the one who always paints his face like the Hulk or whatever. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that that's actually a really good fight night card. Yeah, for sure. It's actually, really good. Um, I really don't want a winner of the main event. But it is what it is. It is what it is indeed. Uh, so what we are going to do now, since we only have a couple minutes left, is real quick. Uh, my car, Jeff, has been looking pretty rough. Mine has looked like shit. Mine absolutely has looked like shit as well. Um, I actually, I think I have actual bird shit on the back window. Um, it's dusty. It really needs a good fucking, it really needs a good wash and shine. You know where I'm going to go? Oh, uh, let me see. You're not going to go. You're not going to use the shower here, are you? I am not. I am going okay. to go to Magic Fountain Auto Wash and Mini Storage on 1255 East US 223, Adrian, Michigan, Kitty Corner to the Myers on 223. Once again, to get my car looking ship, ship shape. <laughs> yeah. I was trying to say sharp and ship shape, sharp and ship shape. The Magic Fountain Auto Wash and Mini Storage, 1255 East US 223. If you want your car to look beautiful, Pull it on in there, either use one of the do-it-yourself bays or take it to the far right of the complex, use the touch-free, cruise on through, have your car looking tip-top. I think I'm going to need to do that because my car looks like it's black and it's a white car. <laughs> my car is blue and it's gross. <laughs> <laughs> Preach. So, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, once again, so we are going to, yeah, we, you may have, we want to put the disclaimer out right now that we are... Tra- oh yeah, yeah. We are transferring path platforms. Yep. So um as soon as this one comes out, um I'll probably end up putting a disclaimer at the very beginning, but I'm gonna do this here as well. Uh we are no longer on Podbean. Um I'm not gonna say it's financially uh, was viable due to the fact that we're all broke. Uh I mean it was only like fifteen bucks a month, but fifteen bucks a month goes a long way, honey. Uh <laughs> it's three three <laughs> three subway sandwiches. Exactly. So um we decided um after talking to a few people, um, Seth from the Fight Addicts as well, being one of the main ones. Yeah. Um, you know, we did some shopping around and we we found a new home. We're uh, we're gonna be on Anchor now. Um, you know, it's a free platform, it's an awesome platform. Um and it'll help expand our brand. And again, like I said, um, that that 15 bucks a month that we've been putting toward Podbean, we can put, you know, either towards something else for the podcast, or we could also, you know, just venture out and try something, you know, new, maybe try to, you know, pay someone to be a special guest, you know, have a nice celebrity guest or something. So, oh. so yeah. So yeah, we're going to be on anchor now. Um, we'll be posting it on Twitter on, on the tweets. Um, <laughs> Everything will still be normal. We'll still be able to, you know, a- normal. access us from Spotify, um, iTunes, the podcast app, 
but it'll just be uh, pushed through Anchor. Yeah, the, the the ability to to check our backlog may be difficult. I think maybe for for a day or two. We'll we'll get a, we'll get the backlog up. It's gonna be uh it'll it'll be some I won't say time, but it'll be like anywhere between like twenty four to one hundred and twenty eight hours. <laughs> you give yourself quite the leeway there, buddy. Uh, <laughs> Jeff is our technician, so he everything technical it goes through him. So I'm at the mercy of my young compadre. It does help here. that I have like the week kind of to rest and relax because of my knee. So. Yeah, that's a good thing too, and uh, we're definitely going to get this show out as soon as possible. This show yeah. that we're recording we're, is going out tonight because I, I need to listen to it because it's been too long since I've heard our beautiful voices doing yeah. our thing on here. I got to get it to my homies. I got to get it to Shay, my name out there. I am Shannon, though. I got to get it. I got to get it out to the homies at the the Fight Addicts, Seth and Ben. I got to get it out to the MMA nerd, my homie Ashley from yeah. the West, the West Coast. Um, so yeah, we got lots of our new friends uh, that we've been getting to know better through Twitter uh, and through their podcast. So definitely going to get this show out tonight. It's going out. We're going to have it. And we're going to send it to our friends. And you know what I was thinking too, Jeff, and since we're on the air, we may as well just air it out. Sup, dog? We talked about this with Julio before. We should probably do like the fight eggs did and just kind of maybe do a YouTube where we just have the graphic up and then we can put our podcast on YouTube. I'd be down for that. I'd be down for that too. I mean, it's not going to cost us anything. You know what I mean? Do I, can do, I can do like a loop video of me, like putting my head through the drywall. That's one thought, I guess. You're right. We could do that, but uh, let's. Yeah, we're definitely gonna. We're definitely gonna keep expanding, and uh, yeah. So maybe this new platform, maybe this new Anchor FM, will be uh, exactly what we need to be able to reach more listeners and to uh, get our get our program out there, which we are so very proud of. Um, so yeah, did you want anything else? Uh, that's pretty much it. Um, I also was not drinking a Coke earlier. He said Monster Wrong again. Oh, boy. I sure did say Monster Wrong again. My bad. I'm not lying to you guys. If I get a Monster Sponsorship, you are never going to fucking hear the end of it. I swear to God. I will be. I will change my name to Kyle. I don't give a shit. I don't give a shit. <laughs> he will legally change his name to Kyle for a Monster Scholarship. Yep. And a sponsorship. And, and you, as we all know, the one that I want the most is Subway Eat Fresh. Yep. All day, every day, steak and cheese, my boys. Yeah. So, on that note... Cheer! Yeah.